is April 7th, 2017, and it's time for some pro drama. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease. Brought to you from the club today. You just don't do And This Is Bottle Crow anymore, do you? You're I was just, you're just never, never going to do it again. Have I ever been allowed to do This Is yes, Bottle Crow? Have yes, I done it every you, single time I'm on? You have not done it the last two times. Before that, you did it like every time. If you're the second person, that's your job. Uh, I'm new at this. If there are we'll three see if it people, works out. If there are three people, it's not your job anymore because Emily's <laughs> better at it than what you, What if I'm the obviously. third person, though? I've, I'm never the third you, person. Yeah, you're never I the third person. I always speak to myself in the first person or the second person. I say, I'm doing this right. or you are Precisely. doing this. Precisely. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You played a lot, of, a lot of Choose Your Own Adventures as a child. And Nick is saying, this is Bottle Crow. But that's third person. You just, you just broke your own rule. So, <laughs> ad for them. Uh, <laughs> in Dota news, yeah, um, Adfinem is now Mouse Sports, which uh, or I, I was never. It, I guess it's probably Mouse Esports because it's German. Or it's like Mousy Sports. That was like Mousy that was sports. a Russian accent. I don't know what happened. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mouse Esports. There is a. This is the dumbest possible reference, but there was an old web comic I used to read. Uh, a long time ago, and there was a character who had a very strange accent. At one point, someone said, where's your accent even from? And there was a long beat, and they said, Europe? Uh, that's what that accent was. <laughs> Thank was you for Europe. sharing that anecdote from a long right? ago webcomic. Quality. Of no Quality. Name. Quality. The, only the finest here. Yeah, so Adfinum, they've got a sponsor now. Was Adfinum a company? I'm completely ignorant. Uh, Were they... I don't... That's a good question. I don't actually know. I my, mean, Adfinum my... sounds like it means to the end from yeah, like, I think... Latin or whatever. But I think they were uh, 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 like some sort of organization. They were a Greek organization, and then all the players sort of at once left it, and then, yeah, they have decided to become Mouse Sports. Um, good because, for them. Yeah, because it was like, well, you know, let's let's get with a bigger organization, one that has has some, some more history and... Yeah. Has some funding, some and, support, yeah, so that they're I not mean, like, just paying for their own stuff. For sure, and also hear. just like it's good to have an organization that has more, like more history. You know, like yeah, they've got more inroads. They can probably get more done with sponsors. They, it's like, oh, you need to get like passports or whatever for you know, like a, a card or whatever for this tournament. Fucking, we do that shit all the time. Yeah. Would you like to hear the names of some former uh, mouse sports players? I would love. Please give. Tell me if you've heard of any of these. Okay. Black. Yes. Bulba. Yes. Pile I Die. Well, yes. Piecat. Yes. Fata. MSS. Misery. Crit. Cinderin. They've. How have I never heard of these people? How Sing old are Sing. they? What? Very old. Is I'm pretty like, sure they were around at TI1. Is this like Dota 1? Were they around? No. Um Wow. I think they That's they disbanded um in like mid twenty fifteen, if I am correct. And they are and they didn't like disband is probably the wrong word. They stopped having a Dota two team because they're one of those organizations that has teams across multiple games. I think mostly they're in Counter Strike. No. But uh this is them getting back into it. So yeah. with, uh, well, with it's a good team to pick up. Yeah, good, good, good I mean, group of boys. Adfinum performed pretty well. They're like getting invited to Kiev and all. 
And I mean, another, you know, beyond just performing well that they did is also just like they were exciting to watch and they earned fans. And that's yeah. that's going to be really good for an organization. Yeah, so. I mean, we talked about how they're like from a pretty much unknown region. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's I'm excited to see the mouse sports or mousey sports. I, I can't mousey I can't make up my mind. Mousey sports. Oh, this is mousey <laughs> okay, sports. This, is, this needs to stop. <laughs> hey, listen! I'm like three fourths German. I get to. <laughs> I'm a um, quarter. Mm-hmm. Great, you you win. Yep. Um, <laughs> is that what that was? Is, is winning? Um, winning. Yeah. In any case, it's it's good to see a classic name that has 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 brought us so many amazing Dota talents get back into into Dota, and yeah. uh, and it's also good to see Edfinem making them up in the world and that's uh yeah yep. i'm excited to see it but that's not the only pro drama we have for you folks no okay how dramatic should we get i, should, I think do we, we want to get... do, do we want to be psyched or or kind of worried uh i will be both okay. but you know what's first swearied quirked okay Let's well um team np has some roster drama as EE has kicked Rose and SVG the game, the team's two carries. You might you might know Rose better as one four three seven or Theban. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah he changed his name to Rose, and it's, it's one of those. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a big daddy no tail situation. Yeah. I think, um, though I think Rose is a better name to be honest. Um, but yeah, um, Rose did a uh, a quick YouTube like video diary entry upon getting back from DAC where he was super jet lagged, but just like, Hey guys, just, you know, heads up. Future's kind of uncertain. I'm looking at some stuff, but, uh, Oh yeah. We both got kicked and, uh, it wasn't he, he, happy. Like, no, he's, he was really, that. he was, yeah, he, you saw it too. Um, it was really professional cause Theban is always professional. That guy's, that guy's a pretty cool. And I mean, dude. you, you want to be, it's just like with any, like leaving a job, even if like, you know, you, your employer was stealing ten percent of your paycheck or something. You still have to be like professional because you want to get rehired. Sure, but like it's it's rare for Dota. Play, like obviously that's the smart thing to do. I don't think that in in terms of professional careers, I would typically call Dota players smart. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Oh, and they don't have yeah. like support or like structure or like any idea how to act and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think it normally takes a little bit of time for all the crap to actually shake out. So. Sure. I sure, assume we'll but, hear about um, what actually happened sometime. I think so. I think so. I mean, who 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 knows for sure? But um, yeah, he good old Jackie. He carefully indicated that it was not a very amicable amicable breakup. So, yeah. Um, and he said he was going to do some uh, replay analysis too. I think that mm-hmm. he was, you know, and like he because he wants people to, to keep paying yeah. attention to him. Don't want to be forgotten about. For sure. I mean, like, you know, he does streaming. He used to be a coach for uh, Secret. Oh, I he, I mean, he's a smart dude. Yeah. Um. And, and I think, um. So, MSS has said that this this kick is is going to be followed up by Owie moving to support and EE moving to safe lane. Um. Mm. And, I. Um. <laughs> so I, there are there are a lot of things to observe here, right? Yeah, well, um, NP didn't get invited, or they they didn't qualify for Kiev, right? No, they Period. did not. So 
they got they got close and they kind of they kind of am, am I allowed to say gave it away because they kind of <laughs> fell apart at the end of the qualifiers. Yeah, I think EE is a bad mid and getting him out of mid is a good <laughs> idea. He just doesn't not like he doesn't have the skill, but he doesn't have the right mindset for it. You know. Hmm. Yeah. He he lost a lot of games due to his play being out of position, being too greedy, and like. Hmm. It's a very different kind of greed you can get away with mid, and you know that way yeah. better than I do. Um, <laughs> I've been playing mid mostly recently, so yeah. Yeah. Um, and not, not I think to say that Aoi, I, you know, pro level. But. Yeah, and I think Owie is better as a support than he is as a carry. He's a very good carry, I think, but like... It's probably like a fear situation, right? Because didn't they, EG have fear on carry at one point before he retired? Mm-hmm. And it's like, actually, you know, okay. It's, I think Aoi's one of those players like fear. It's like, he's, you know... A Dota god, he can like he understands the game. He can play whatever position, but you know, he still has a natural role, probably. Yeah, and I think I think with Aoi, one of the things that's nice is that, I mean, the way Cloud Nine would run it back when he was with EE on Cloud Nine is that he was a support, but there were certain picks they would do where Aoi would become a core, like Naga Siren. Mm-hmm. And I think having that threat really makes it, it really could make an NP draft really hard to read, and that's really valuable. For sure. Um, but there's another layer to this. Eternal Envy has now a pretty discernible pattern of when things are going bad, kicking the supports. I'm a support player. Isn't SVG, like, wasn't he, like, one of the best... Isn't he known for being one of the best uh, supports? He's really good. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't... I don't know that I would put Rose in the upper echelon of, like, playmakers but as far as like strategic minds that aren't assigned to a specific team for the long term he's one of the better ones right yeah um i'm a support player naturally i'm going to be defensive about this but i'm going to say a lot of the time when things are going bad probably not the support's fault i you know it's yeah. it's hard to make a sweeping statement and you know they're on the inside but there's so there's sort of the two layers of it which is one they're closer to it they would know not me but also, they're closer to it, and maybe they can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah, and I mean, from what I saw, from what I remembered, they didn't actually like say even what like the source of this was, you know. Sure. So it could yeah. have just been human, you know, interpersonal differences, or maybe they weren't I working mean, well together. I don't know. It's probably hard to work well together with eternal envy. Yeah, and if I mean, you're not like, in, like the right mindset. For sure. And I do think, as I say, like I think getting EE out of mid is the right decision, and yeah. from there there are there are consequences of that, right? Like I don't think Aoi can play mid, so that means yeah. he has to go support, that and if he has to go support, that means one of your existing supports, you know, is going to go, and then at that point it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's we'll have to see. I'm sure there'll probably be like yeah. fallout even before we get this up, but yeah, we'll For see. Sure. If- Jackie makes his normal blog posts. In uh, in more positive nose, n- nose. Nose. Ooh, okay. Head, shoulders, knees. I'm and gonna toes. say here, clear cut. Knees and toes. News. We're gonna see if I actually edit that or not. Oh, I'm I gonna hope listen not. to this while I'm editing it. I'm. I might. I, I probably won't. We've gone on long enough Head, about how I should fix toes, this. Knees and toes. That it means I probably won't. Storm spirit, child of mid. I, I got nothing. Okay. I can tell. Um, so, 
new Fnatic roster is what I was going to get into. Yes. Fnatic has a new roster. And, uh, I mean, okay, so I don't know how much attention you pay to, like, the rosters and the names of, of Dota 2 in general outside of, you know, RTZ or whatever, but... Um, Mildly. I was I was going to say that came off more condescending than I meant, but actually I think it came off just the right level. Um, this is a roster of killers. Yeah. This is a really fucking scary roster, which I would not have expected out of Fnatic. No insult, but just sort of like Southeast Asia is not like where you go for deadly Dota. They're good, they but they're really not like the murder crew. Recently, yeah. To my knowledge. But like, so you've got Miracle, who, who is, is not Miracle, playing correct? No, no. Miracle, Miracle precedes uh, Miracle by quite a bit. And uh, actually was a was a pretty like strong safe lane carry, innovated on, you know, Naga Siren play, and then disappeared because he's from Singapore and he had to I think he there's mandatory military service. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then he came back. And uh Yeah. Like he's he's a renowned split pushing, strong farming, safe lane carry. You will see a lot of Naga Siren respect band against him. He's the one person I think who could contest Aoi for being the world's best Naga Siren. Damn. Um, he's he's quite good. Um, he was playing pro Dota one when he was twelve years old. He's good. Um, so there's him. There's QO and Febby from MVP, formerly of MVP, these these Korean players, you know, QO, obviously, they're mid. I remember a lot of days of seeing his Phantom Lancer mid dumpster, whoever he was against. Yeah. You've got DJ in Ohio, which, you know, Ohio, uh, I believe he was Filipino, am I getting? I, I always mix up DJ and Ohio, embarrassingly enough. Um, I'm just going to look this up so I don't embarrass myself as badly. Um yeah, they were both formerly Fnatic players, and now they're back with Fnatic again. Um, mm-hmm. Ohio uh, from Malaysia, and yeah, DJ was the one from from the Philippines. DJ, an incredible roamer. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna say he's uh, brain, brain, the best no. around. Not there. Nobody's gonna ever get him um, down. Who, who's who's the actual best though? I was gonna compare him to the Jerex? best. Yes, thank you. Uh, he's not he's not Jerax levels, Jirax. but he's he's also younger than Jerax and he could get there. He's very very good. Yeah. Um and Ohio, Ohio's just a really solid consistent and strong uh offlaner. You know, the kind of that's that's kind of what those you want. Offlaners. Right, exactly. You get those offlaners that are like these big dynamic amazing players and that's kind of fun, but you want to rely on the offlane. You don't want it to be volatile. It's like an eternal envy versus a fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that one of them is old and still could kick the shit out of the other any day of the week. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I just... That's a really... Uh, we'll see how they gel as a team. Um, oh, I gave I gave Febby short shrift there. I sort of talked over QO. Um, Febby's a, a good captain and player. I am excited to see him play more. He has a really scary bounty hunter. Oh. Um, he was he was one of those people that made Bounty Hunter come back into the meta at one point because he was just just being such a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> so really, uh, really excited to see new Fnatic. Um, we're we're Fnatic at DAC. I don't think so, right? I 
don't think so. No, I okay. think at that point they were disbanded. Okay. Yeah. Just happy timing before Kiev. Yeah. Which also, yeah, Dak happened. <laughs> and how do you want that? It did. Convincingly it did, against did. OG, which was surprising, right? That was it, it was. I mean, a three zero against OG is not an easy thing to do. No. Um, and it's not. I mean, like those games weren't. I wouldn't say stomps, but like IG seemed pretty in control the whole time. Yeah. I mean, in the end, they they won three zero, so they had something going on. We'll have to see what happens at Kiev because OG, have, you know, they've been showing up at majors, if not at you know other tournaments. They've been. Yeah. How many did they have? Two, three majors. Two. Two majors. I think they have three. three Pretty sure they have three. Three majors. Yeah. So it'll, it'll. I mean, they haven't, you know, done any roster swaps because they did create attack, of course. But yeah, it'll be cool to I see. Mean, I I want like. It's hard to know how much how much uh like credit to give these these non Valve tournaments because you never know how much they're really taking them seriously. Yeah. But you feel like if if. OG wasn't like if you're in the grand finals, even if you're not taking it seriously, when the grand finals are at two O, there has to be a part of that competitive spirit that goes, Okay, let's fucking get real. So I don't think you let yourself get three O. I mean, yeah, no. You if nothing else, it's I guess it could, you know, it could be practice and you could try strats you wouldn't normally, but it's not a not an insignificant prize pool. Mm-hmm. But it is also one of like it's it's sort of I feel like it's one of those meta shakeout tournaments where like we're figuring out like what is the role of Monkey King and pro play and you know the the current version of talents how does that factor into the highest level of play and you yeah know, it's sort of a, a testing ground as you say so yep I don't know the pro scene pro scene's been been pretty exciting lately DAC had some incredible matches that were just a delight to oh watch my gosh. And, uh, another wings eg lower bracket first oh scene. my god it was phenomenal that that la- that ending team fight it felt like it lasted five minutes and there was never a break in the action as they oh. finally siege the engine that was nuts so why don't you tell us about this five hour record-breaking pub <laughs> just in you know random dota pub news i felt like i would i would bring in for you know recording history uh apparently the longest dota pub ever recorded that's probably not like, you know, people just AFKing, was five hours. Uh, a Legion commander got 4.6k dual damage, and I think was basically just toying around with the enemy team and being a dick. But, you know, hey, I I could reasonably foresee a game of mine going, like, three hours. So it's just, you know, I felt like I had to record it for posterity. I think my longest game is, like, an hour and a half. Did you watch any, like, footage of the game or, or look into it deeply? I looked into it barely, but I was not going to watch footage of a five-hour game. I, I didn't like, watch the, I I the five hours, Someone but I watched. Uh, I watched a highlight clip of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, here are, here are some highlights I'm going to mention. One, of course, there was a techies. Of course, yeah. Every time a game goes over like two Still hours, it's because but... there's a techies. Um, but yeah, by the end of that game, like. Uh, the Legion Commander won that game um, by finally just deciding to go against Backdoor Protection and from full health four-shotting the Ancient. Um, I mean... Through Backdoor Protection. Yeah, when you hit for 5,000 damage, mm-hmm. you could have won the game long ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah, long time ago. Um, the game... If it weren't for that just crazy fed... 
uh, Legion Commander, the game would have been decided when the Tinker on Legion Commander's team, three out like four hours in maybe, was like, I've got to go to the fucking airport. I'm out of here and abandoned. <laughs> Cause he like, and then uh, all chat, cause like you know you can see the all chat and these replays, yeah. and they're like, he did say he had to go to the airport, like two hours ago. He said two he was gonna need to go ago. to the airport, and <laughs> this game just kept going. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be honest that like the two hour mark, I'm probably like, unless it's a great game, I'm abandoning. <laughs> it did not seem like a great game. Well, um, it's like this amazing confluence of events of ten people. Well, I guess nine people. Well, but no, basically ten people who felt the need to not abandon, or just like to to just to see to see I mean, like <laughs> see how far it could go. How I much mean, they like could break the game. I don't know. It was amazing to see how little Monkey King learned, because in this highlight clip, I cannot tell you how many times he died because he tried to. Cue like with like two or three rapiers. Cue a Nyx assassin who just carapaced and killed him. I saw a highlight so where he had times. five rapiers and he tried to hit the Nyx, and he just yeah. It's... I don't remember how many hours into the game I was, but you know, this yeah. is not within without outside of the realm of possibility. A five hour game. Yeah, I mean, there was a point, like, I mean, you saw points in this, in this, just in the highlight clip, I can't imagine actually watching the game, but, like, Radiant pushing through, pushing in mid uh, to Dire toward, towards the racks and just walking past a sea of gems. <laughs> um, and just, like, is just, just like, buy a bunch, such keep a... decorating, like, the lane. You can just, you know, make it the Sims. Because, really, like, Legion was the only one who had the power to end the game there because techies can only ever stall yeah tinker doesn't really do that much damage to buildings like and then on radiant like there's just so much like how do you push into tinker techies the answer is you don't it, i'm if glad the no one's ever drafted enough, that against probably, us yeah. because we would be so fucked i i've played even just against techies it can be hard yeah but but both I mean it's just like both both sides had so much D push. Yeah. Like I mean, Radiant spent like four hours of that five hour game mega. I mean obviously it was a stupid stupid fucking game. And we'll stop talking about it, but yeah. That was just you know, it's we're we're talking about it because it we could easily see this occurring in like totally. a stupid pub. <laughs> yeah. Dota's just that kind of game. Yeah, I uh, I respect the Radiant for holding out as long as they did. Yeah. But yeah, it's, there was a game that goes that long. Legion Commander at some point is going to get bored and go back to where you... Speaking of Psychopaths playing Dota 2, there was a mm -hmm. post, I think it was a little while ago at this point, but there was like a whole group of posts on the Dota 2 subreddit about like player behavioral issues and there was this one poster's like uh dota 2 is turned into a psychological game where like you have to babysit all your other heroes on the team and it's not actually about playing dota 2 and i'm using my like condescending voice here accidentally but <laughs> it's because i feel like it's like whenever people like complain about this it's probably because they had a, a bunch of bad experiences and stuff and 
there was whenever people bring this up there's like serious discussions on like oh yeah you know i've noticed the game has just gotten so bad recently it's like i never actually play dota i'm always you know babysitting my team or whatever but like how the hell do you know it with like a sample size of even like 25 games a week or something how the heck do you know you know well, how can you gauge that kind of thing I'm i don't skeptical. disagree with you but also like saying like well that's anic- that's anecdotal or you know the expression that's anic data right <laughs> like your data is anecdotal therefore you can't speak on it it's it, like okay then literally no one can ever talk about the state of dota because no one knows it's more that it's always been this way no no yes and no is is i think i think these people are exaggerating but like I like I've seen I've also seen topics on R slash Dota two of people being like, Hey, remember when we used to get reports? Like, I don't get any fucking reports anymore. I yeah. I have so many games where rare. like like I don't even have like I don't have the problem where I'm usually matched with toxic people. Most games I play, everyone is fine, I don't report anyone. But then something happens and it's like, Oh, this guy's a piece of shit. He was screaming racial epithets for the entire game and I'm like, Time to report him. Oh, I don't have any reports, even though I haven't reported someone in a month and a half. Yeah. Like what? I get like one um, or two every once in a while and I have whenever I use them these days, because they're so sparingly, it seems like there's a high, you know, chance that it says, Hey, we've taken, you know, action, blah 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 and then you get one mm-hmm. back. So I try to just reserve them for I've been getting ones where where I've been getting ones like my my hit rate like I don't know the last time that I reported someone and then didn't get a thank you for reporting but they haven't been refunding me reports for it no like I get the thank you for reporting and then I don't get another report which like you know I don't like I'm not complaining that I don't get to do these like amazing report combos (laughs) but it is true that that I see garbage behavior and I am powerless to do anything about it yeah um I think and it is like I do think like like I'm looking at the the post you specifically called out and this person is just a baby who had a bad game um or a couple bad games yeah but there also truly is the phenomenon of solo queuing as a support and playing Dota well as a support in solo queue is important but it literally is only half the game. The I, other I, half I mean, I completely agree with you on that point. Is keeping your carry motivated and focused and yeah. keeping them from tilting. That is so much of your job in solo queue. Playing the people. And you know what? That's so much of your job in 82L, honestly. Like, yeah. Or, or five stacks. Like, I, I mean, you, you know, I'm, I'm your <laughs> captain. Yeah. Um, oh, captain. I'm not, it's not like I never get salty. But generally, I'm trying to look on the bright side of anything that happens. Yeah. And that's my job. And I'm fine with that. I think that's a good part of my job. But that's a fun part of my job when I'm talking to people I know and know how to cheer up. And there's and not like, playing. You know like, they're not garbage human beings. I know they're not, not garbage human like beings. And I also beings. know what cheers. Like, I know, like, jokes that I can say that will make our friend Josh sort of like laugh and sort of like shake it off right yeah when i'm dealing with dark star 746 it's fucking lottery it's psychological lottery i could say something and he'd be like hey fuck you man or he'd be like yeah good point i have no idea yeah that's what drives me crazy it's not necessarily that you can even do anything 
period. Like, oh, sure. It's hit or miss if they're going to, you know, react whatsoever to you saying anything besides clicking, like, the next button in their series of rage replies. I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, is starting to get back into Dota, but he took a long time off, um, and he plays support. And I was talking about sort of parts of this problem of being like, oh, this is, you know, so hard trying to get these people. And he's like, oh, I just, like, I mute everyone as soon as I get into any game. And if he'd been in the same room as me, I would have broken his fucking neck. <laughs> um, like, that is, I do not play a team game if you're not willing to talk and communicate with your team. Go the fuck away. I don't blame him whatsoever. I understand how he gets to that headspace, but then don't fucking play Dota. How many... And that's fine. How many you don't have to play games Dota. have you had where there's been a nice person who, like, you've actually, like, communicated and have a good time with? I've had, I've had those ton. games. A ton. A ton. But relative I would to the amount say, of times that you've had garbage people. Nick, it's really self-select. And, like, I have chewed you out for being what I thought was rude to the other team, right? Oh, yeah. Well, when I was whether you, whether flaming, whether you disagree with me. you wanted me to, to stop right. like, being angry at something. Yeah. And whether you, whether you thought I was justified or not, I think you will not disagree that in general I am more polite and kind in Dota matches than you are. And I don't, like, You're I'm more... not trying to make this a thing. Uh, Phrase it however you like. Um... I'm not trying to make this a... Th- yeah, no, no, no. It's, you're... I'm not, yeah, I'm um, not, like, consulted. It's but more that like, you're, you're less reactive, I think, under normal okay, circumstances. Okay, that's fair. That's sure, I mean. that's fair. But it really does make a difference for my games. I, if you want me to actually do the math, I think the games where I have at least one person on my team who seems cool and I enjoy talking to who's a random, 30 or 35%. Really quite Ooh. a lot of them. Mine, mine is definitely in, like... 10% probably. I don't know. Maybe I'm just more willing I mean, to I, see the good in people. Let's I don't know. These are garbage numbers too. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, we're, this is all, yeah, <laughs> this is all garbage to be clear. And also like, As yeah, usual. I mean like I will have games where like, God, I had a, I had a game where I had to stop myself because at the, at the start of the game, our Legion commander, like, well, at first they said, like, I'm going to Legion Commander Jungle. And we were like, you should really lane. We don't have an offlaner. Can you, you really lane? We'll give you whatever you else. want. Yeah. And they were like, and they actually said, fuck you, I do what I want. And then um, anytime anyone died, just started rapidly pinging us. Just a real piece of shit for the first 20 minutes of the game. And then they got on mic and started coordinating and stopped pinging. And at the end, I was like, I, sh- uh, I should give that guy a command. He was, I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He's garbage. Um, but like, I'm, I'm so ready to turn the corner and forgive these people just because I want so badly for them not to be garbage, Nick. I want it so bad. <laughs> I, I know. Like the, the games you have where they're, it's actually like normal people that you would talk to in real life, like yeah, they're great. It's like you're a bunch of adults or like mature people at the very least, like playing a video game together and having fun, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, I think it depends on the, the kind of person. If you just want to like get into the match and mute everybody, I think you know you will be missing out on stuff and you will like miss coordination stuff. I would hope that like you respond to pings and stuff, and I think you could probably just play the game with pings, but it would be definitely well, lesser. But and if you 
if you were to start the game by going, I have chat and voice muted, ping if you want something, okay, I could work with that. But I have seen, I have played games with people where it's just like, I don't know if they don't speak English or what. Yeah. What I do I've know is they are running away from the team constantly. <laughs> they are feeding constantly. They are ignoring everything we try to do with them. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you do need a disclaimer. <laughs> I think I've come yeah, around to your side it. a little more. But still, I can totally understand people not wanting to, like, wanting to play the video game, but not wanting to deal with possible harassment. Like, if they're sure. in that headspace at that moment or something. And I understand it, but it's, you're doing it at this, you're doing it like, but, yeah. <laughs> you're sacrificing other people for your own. And, you know, like, yeah. sometimes I guess you gotta. I understand. But that just being your policy in every match, I, yeah. that drives me I mean, me crazy. I, and, yeah. It's good to be able. And I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it First is. off, it's hard. Like, I, I don't do it constantly. Like, sure, sometimes, like, we were, Colin and I were in a game, and, like, the enemy team were, like, all chatting and being dicks. And I, like, said something back to him about, like, well, actually, I know you're complaining, but actually, you're pretty crappy. And Colin's like, no, Nick, don't do that. And then I was like, no, no, if they're dicks, I'm going to, like, let myself say, like, an unkind thing or two about them. But I try not to mm -hmm. get, you know, spun up or, like, really care at all about what they're saying because like you can't really do much when people are flaming maybe you know if people yeah. calm down maybe you can you know talk to them and that's why like i'll mute people for like five ten minutes or something and then unmute them and see if we can like freaking play the video game instead of arguing but i don't know i think i've i think i've once unmuted someone that i decided to mute um, yeah. and it was actually a really cute story, but, um, so generally this is what I do, right? I'm playing a support. I am playing with someone else. They are shitty enough that I have decided to mute them. Right. Yeah. What I color. say is, what does I say? I say is like, okay, in this, in this particular case, it was a chaos night. I said, okay, chaos night. I think you're a piece of garbage and I'm going to mute you. You can ping me if you want something. And then I mute them. And often they, like, probably what's happening is they're spam pinging on me. I don't know because I've got them muted and it filters that. Um, so I just see some pings now and then, and I coordinate with them accordingly. And sometimes I still, like, chat to them in case they didn't mute me in response as a, as a sort of a retribution. Yeah. Um, I, and I it works out fine. But one time with this Chaos Knight, I was, I was doing that, and I was his lane partner, but he was being such a fucking asshole. Um, and so I told him, gave him the rant, and I muted him, and then he did a few pings, and then, um, like, a couple of minutes later, like, things were going fine, we were cooperating fine, and then our offlane, uh, what was he? I think it was a Tide Hunter, came on mic, and he sounded so, like, uncertain, and was like, hey, hey, Crystal Maiden, uh, Chaos Knight would really like it if you would smoke with him and go gank. I was like, "Oh, you poor darling," <laughs> and I unmuted him, and it was fine. No, yeah, I mean, hey, we all have our moments of of great, you know, saltiness. But sure, yeah. sure, you're, you're not you're not un unredeemable. I know there's still good deep down inside that flamer, Colin. I Wait, know I'm, I I'm a flamer. No, no. Oh, okay. And that flamer. Like, oh my god, comma, is this an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe no, Colin. I don't know. That's the title of my Grammar book, Grammar. That Flamer Colin. <laughs> that Flamer And then, you know, choose your own comma. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love commas. Oxford comma all the way. Oh, boy. 
So, speaking of dealing with, I don't know, shitheads, grim tidings. Yeah, <laughs> there's your segue. Uh, let's talk about the season of AD2L of the Amateur Dota 2 League that we just finished up. As as we've stated, yep. uh, Nick and I are on the same team. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna call out the names of our of our teammates, and also we're not gonna like specifically like dive into them because we're not gonna fucking we are neither going to. <laughs> sick the hounds on them nor subtweet them because that's a shitty thing to do and also we don't fucking need to we're not here because yeah. boy we're angry at our team um i mean i won't tell you who they are but some of their names rhyme with babin um fartizi and uh beer nick that's not true no oh we're doing a bit no I'm, yeah wow so I don't know. This is this is interesting. So this is my second season as a captain, um, but sort of also not right. Yeah. Because my first season as a captain was as captain of a B team with an A larger team. Mm-hmm. Well. And so there was already. It was somewhat separated. Like there was a pool was, of people, basically. Sure, but it was like it was a group of people that were already used to playing with each other. True. They already had like sort of dynamics worked out. And we we sort of created something of our own identity, but a lot of it was still like, like oh okay, we are so and so forever young. We are not like our own thing. Yeah. Um. We were we were a stack that and, were used to playing together, and we're like you know yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. And it's really been such a different thing to be like, okay, here we are. Here is our new team. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, it's me and a safe lane carry that I'm used to playing with and Nick, our mid, who I'm used to playing with. And then two people who I have played with before, but I am not generally used to. Yeah. I mean, basically um, what happened is that, you know, we were on that, that other team and then some people wanted to take a break because, you know, <laughs> there's only so much Dota you can handle. And, you know, obviously mm-hmm. anyone understands that. And so we like, sure. we had to look for two other people who weren't in the group we'd previously play, played with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we knew. And we're friends. And I feel like... Like, first off, there's the, there's the issue that I underestimated of just, like, team identity. And when I say that, I don't mean, like, coming up with a name and a mascot, though, <laughs> damn, we did a good job of that. Oh, God. Um, but, like, our previous team... Like there were, tra- I feel like there were trademark styles there, right? We did a lot of like, not feel, exactly we for protect together, one, but like often enough. Basically, mm-hmm. like just before even we we like saw the eighty twelve and like, hey, let's do that. We just played before enough that like we were all in the same mindset, probably. Well, I I didn't as much, right? I was the newbie. <clears throat> um, That's true. But I slotted in. I felt pretty smoothly. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, I'm good at picking up the vibes around me. Um, and it was just like, we had these, like, okay, the safe lane carry is going to farm while everybody else fucking makes a mess. And if we, and either we'll win at that, or we'll take it long enough that a safe lane carry will do the, I have finished farming and wreck their shit. Um, yeah. We're going to play really aggressive. We'll have some split push, but that's mostly a backup plan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, we we had a distinctive style. And... I guess there was a part of me that was like, oh, I brought these two people from that team. We'll just do that again. 
and I don't think that's what happened at all. Um, that it was, was not... just like we had no idea what we needed to do to play with new mm-hmm. people. This we is like really didn't. on a micro, micro, nano scale what pros deal with, I'm sure. Like anyone playing on And like, we didn't, and not even to the degree that we were like, okay, welcome to the team. You were going to do what we did before. Like, that would be ignorant. We didn't even do that. We just assumed they would do it, and then they didn't, and we're like, what's, why is it not working? Um, oh, hey, spoilers. We won two games that season. Out of ten? Uh-huh, 12? and those two yeah, games yeah. were because they had to forfeit because they couldn't make it. We ate shit. one, yeah. yeah. We weren't total trash, but we lost every game, so... Yeah, That's what we was. um, we had some really close games, but like, when push came to came to shove, we were gonna choke. Yeah, like even if we had a good start, we fell apart mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I don't know. Like, I before I sort of go into my my captain's dissection of how it should have Cap- gone. Captain's log, Dota date. So I mean, like, I fucking talk a lot, Nick. You know that. What I haven't no. heard your side of what you think we should have done differently starting out. And I'd be curious to hear it. Okay. Here in front of all these people. Well, yeah. Let's just say, you know, just to be clear, like, what the problem probably was that held us back. Because we had, like, some players of considerable skill. Like, higher than you or mm-hmm. I. And Oh, you know, sure. Well, I mean, they we never... had four players of higher <laughs> skill than I, in fact. Technically. But, like, it was obvious that none of us really, like, shined most games like none of us yeah Mm -hmm. it was more like you know even if we have it's a standard solo versus like draft thing or uh team thing but you know on a a longer time scale because we were playing together it was just that we had different ideas of like i guess the flow of how to play the game i'm just trying to like sum it up so that it's it's clear it's that like you know you watch pros right and or even like I'm watching a purge replay, okay? I, I watched him play mm-hmm. offlane weaver the other day. And it was like three minutes in and he had been talking for like on and on about like, oh well I missed up that creep. Oh I should I should be zoning him harder. Oh yeah, they did this and this and he had this like in depth replay on the first three minutes of his game. And I was like, How is this only three minutes of the game? It's just that like that's his flow. Like he is hyper focused on that early game because he knows it's important. Well mm-hmm. like Maybe your team flow is that like you gank mid early and often all the time or something. Or maybe yours is that like you stay back and like protect your carry or you push, you know, a certain lane at some point. We were just like we didn't our, have our a flow. Team, our team flow. No, we had a team flow. Did we, we? prayed we wouldn't die. <laughs> that yeah. was our flow. It's just playing playing a video game. I felt yeah. I felt like basically we didn't have a flow. And it's not that like our glorious leader didn't just to you know didn't direct us properly it was that like we didn't know how to fit in together basically well and like i'm not like i'm not here to chew myself out but like oh my gosh i learned a lot about what i screwed up um oh yeah i'm sure we all did. there's i mean there was a lot of just like hey this season is not going well and so I'm not playing as much Dota because I have a negative association. <laughs> so then when we do play, I'm more out of practice. Yeah. That was a bad feedback loop. <clears throat> but also there's just stuff like like expectations as to how a team worked. Like there was some stuff that I really didn't expect. Like um, 
it was pretty far into our season where we finally had like, hey, it seems like we're having some weird communication issues. And our offlaner was like, I'm used to being like, I'm used to teams where the offlaner calls the shots. The offlaner says whether we're going or not. Yeah. And, and like, everyone else on the team was like, what? Yeah. I mean, oh, you, huh? you were, okay. you had no idea, basically. You were, you know, tech, you know, you were a captain. Right? And like, we had you calling shots and he was expecting something else, you know, mm-hmm. and we just didn't know. Yeah, and there was also there was a lot of like our our position for um I feel like has the same inclinations as me. We're really interested in like like the science of the drafts <laughs> and thinking about counters and picks and like what we did wrong in an encounter. Um but what that meant is that we had sort of like a captain and a sub captain, so a lot of the time we'd have like differing orders or like we'd be dissecting something that just happened well we should be getting ready for the next thing <laughs> yeah. um and it was just kind of a mess um yeah it's like you're trying to you know process on the fly like both like okay what should we do next but also what did we do wrong here that we should change mm-hmm. for later but it's so hard to know like when to talk about that versus like when to like beeline it for the next objective or something it's so and also you have to like know as a team what to do and like with a, yeah. a bunch of people who haven't played a bunch together before, well, in like a team capacity together as five, it's just like mm-hmm. it's hard to know what what to talk about when, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's kinda and also, I was just used to like we we there were times where we were like, okay, let's this time let's do. I think you called it Jesus take the wheel, where it's just like captain, <laughs> our, our last you call two games. everything. Yeah, we'll we shut were up. in the playoffs, um, and I had I had watched some DAC right because that was mm-hmm. going on. And I was just watching pro teams. I'm like, you know, what would happen if we were as decisive as pro teams were, but obviously we didn't have, you know, as great decision making. What if we just like dove as five, a tier three or some crap like that? Mm-hmm. And so I suggested for our last, you know, playoff games, you know, what if we just blindly fought, followed Colin? Like Colin said, hey, we're all going to gank top right now. And everyone like didn't even open their mics it's just like they they tp'd mm-hmm. what would happen and we i mean spoilers we we didn't quite pull that off like <laughs> as and not like we didn't make it work like we didn't do it i realized still... like a quarter of the way through game one that like hmm, maybe i maybe we threw things off this way versus our normal like deliberation team-wide and like what we should do well and also it was just like in the like it's 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 good to like when things are quiet you're keeping in mind like okay Collins calling the shots, listen for the captain's call, but then shit starts to happen, and like you do what you have literally been doing all season. It's just instinct yeah. by now of being like, okay, we need to do this, we need to do this, and it gets, you know, yep. it's hard to override that. Um, well, also because also, like it, it put so much more responsibility on the shot caller, you basically, because you had to like do everybody's job that they had been doing, basically, yeah, like, alerting what's happening in their lane and what they feel like they should do next. And that's so much of like, I mean, as I say, on the last season in, in the sort of the sub team, um, we had really decisive players on that team who would say like, who very frequently would be like, I'm going for this. And they would make it work very often. Yeah, we know. And how to so like as, yeah. And so as, and, and that's partially just because like, there's a lot of, of like unspoken communication because we've played together enough. Mm. It's like, oh, I know that this is going to happen. I know what I have to do to follow it up. We don't have to talk about it. Um. And so I didn't get used to being the person I didn't used to 
PPDing, right? I didn't get yeah. used to being the one being like, you do this, you do this, you Playing do this. Playing strategy game with our, our pawns. And I, I really want to get a chance to, to practice that before next season starts because, like, first off, there's just the problem of keeping your eyes on the whole map, but yeah. also, like, I'm not a person with a whole lot of self-confidence, um, and it's hard to override the thought process that everything <laughs> yeah. I say is a bad idea. I, I could um, definitely, like, both, like, empathize and, like, realize, I realized that that was happening during the games. Because mm-hmm. I, like, I, I wanted to suggest it because, you know, even if you had the idea, you probably wouldn't say it. Like, hey, everybody, please STFW and listen to me for a game and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I legitimately yeah. just wanted to see, like, what happened. But I think you have to be calibrated that way as a team, too. And I, yeah. I just think we weren't since we hadn't been doing it all game. All, all mm-hmm. season. And, I, you know, new season, yeah. new try. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot again, maybe. I mean, we could um, say it was market improvement over the season you know that's that true we, that second game we played a lot better i think yeah we were playing probably the best team in our league and you know i mean i'm not gonna know, we say were... we gave them a run for their money but they had to like jog on the treadmill for their money at the very least i mean it was you know the way it, it was a tournament it was the tournament at the end of 82l and the way seeding worked meant that at least by seed they were the best team we were the worst team, and we were even to 20 minutes. And then it got a little out of control because yeah. they had a better game plan than we did. But yeah. like, And you could tell that work. they had been playing together more and like they were just more fluid around, around the map and, and doing mm-hmm. stuff together. Yeah, it's it's really... <sighs> yeah, I don't it's know. We'll, we'll move on past <laughs> that. It is really fun. Yeah, yeah. And... I mean, in closing, boy, that's a whole other world. Well, I do have one other thing before we close, which is I want to talk about how my conception of drafting changed. Oh, yeah. Um, so I used to think of as of drafting... Um, honestly, I used to think of it kind of like fencing, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have like, like attack and counterattack and various kinds of like parries and reposts, and it would be like a conversation back and forth with counters and like... Hmm. So it's reactive. The short version, the short version is that I'm wrong. Um, that that's a very small. You're part wrong. Of it. Asterisk. But the biggest realization I had that I just, I just, this is such a fucking obvious thing in retrospect. But it's like, I thought of like, you know, I would see these these pro matches, and I'd be like, oh, that's such an out, that's such an outdraft, right? Like this draft is just better. This draft is basically flawless. They've like they could fuck it up, but unless they do, they fucking won, right? Yeah. And that's not totally wrong, but there is every, like, the nature of Dota 2 is such that you cannot draft a rock-solid team with no holes. That's part of the beauty. There is going to be a weakness. And the thing that made me realize this was, like, constantly being like, okay, we got, like, we got fucking crushed by that lifestealer. Let's have something so we could deal with, you know, a, a... Carry with a built-in BKB. Oh god damn it! That meant we let some other weakness through that the other team exploited. It's yeah. like oh fucking okay, let's get some catch for Storm Spirit. Oh god damn it! And there's always some some oh god damn it moment yeah. with the draft because you want to um, you don't want to just like go an all magic team against a life stealer and a jug or something, right? right? But at the same time, I think you know what what you came and we came to realize is like you can't just try to counter pick. 
because mm-hmm. then you're just like weakly responding. You're un you're uncohesively responding to whatever the enemy team does. And you're also letting them set the pace of the game. Like perhaps you're like you have counters for what they want to do, but you are implicitly saying you are going to set the tone of the fights and hopefully our counters will win out, but you are determining how this game will play. Yeah. It it was I mean, I noticed as you know, we went through the season and really just in general, even, you know, before this team, it's basically you have to balance counter picking, comfort picking and like concept picking. It's like having a, a preset draft idea because obviously mm-hmm. you want to somewhat not be blind to whatever they ban or pick, right? Because you want to try right. to like always be one step ahead of them. But at the same time, none of us and none of us who listen to Bottle Crow are pros, probably. So like we're not really... Shout out to E. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks Jackie. And but we're not like one hundred percent on every hero, right? We haven't like mm-hmm. completed every hero. So, like, I'm better at Invoker than I am at Visage. So, obviously, you don't want to draft Visage. But also, if you're just, like, picking everybody's comfort hero, that has to mesh together, too. So, you have to have, like, an overall draft concept, I guess, is what I want to call it. Mm -hmm. So, you have to have some fucking idea of what you want to do, right? (laughs) You can't just blindly pick good heroes. You also can't be too married to the concept, because, like, that first game... I had a concept, and I thought the concept was dope, yeah. right? It was, I was like, like a wobble oh. combo, kind of. Right, sorts. it was like, it was Darkseer, Warlock, Lena. And I was like, okay, that's going to be a lot of stun, a lot of AoE, initiation, team fight, bam, bam, bam. Lena's going to get items so that she can also right-click later on. It's going to be incredible, right? It's going to be great. Two yeah. things happened to fuck that up. Three things happened to fuck that up. <laughs> Four things. No, oh, I gotta stick with the three. But wait, I'm kidding. There's more. Um, I probably could go on, but like, okay. First off, then they picked Lena before we could, and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> we're already kind of halfway into this wombo combo draft, and we kind of lost the middle. Um, and then we got into game, and I was like, oh shit, I don't know how to play warlock. <laughs> um, you like, I understood. Arm right, I understood the, the buttons, but like. I don't know when I'm doing well and when I'm doing badly as Warlock, because I just am not used to it enough, and his abilities are strange enough that you can't be sure. Yeah. Like, a previous game we played in the league where I picked Warlock, I like I dropped Fatal Bonds and started right-clicking creeps to harass Luna in the laning phase, and I solo queued her, killed her. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Oh, okay, cool. But, like, I didn't do that on purpose. I thought I was just being a dick. Yeah. I didn't know the hero well enough. I wasn't comfortable. Um, And then the last thing is, we picked in a way that was intended to win every lane. Uh, We won one of three lanes. And then from there, we didn't have a backup plan. Yeah. So it's... It's like, oh, well, what do we do now? Yeah. Our concept was not... It wasn't meshed yeah. with our our brains, basically. Mm-hmm. Even if it was a if it was a great concept, it was incredibly OP because it's Dota. You know, it's not just like mm-hmm. an easy game. It's still hard. Yeah, it was really. Uh, God, that whole season was was such such an education for me, and I am grateful for that education. And I say that in the cosmic hope that fate will be like, oh, okay, then you don't need that lesson again. 
please, please. It was, I'm good. You don't need to do that to me again. Are you ready to, to move on to other lessons? I, I want to win a couple. Like, like I'm fine in even yeah. being in the bottom half of our, of our group. That's okay. But like, let's, let's, let's it's win a couple win of the matches that we play. <laughs> I, I will agree. It is fun. Hmm. Any other closing thoughts on 82L? We'll have to we'll have to play some more together as a team. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Have to, you know, little little minor shuffle going on. No uh no big scale drama, right? You know, I didn't I drama? didn't get the uh I didn't get the Owie two thousand call. <laughs> uh but but you know, things will change a little bit and uh Oh, I actually forgot to tell you, Colin. Uh yeah. Jackie called me yesterday. I'm actually gonna have to have to drop. They're pulling me in for NP now. Well, okay, uh, folks. Um, didn't expect to make this announcement, but uh, Bottle Crow Reborn is now a Persona Five podcast. <laughs> I am gonna stop playing Dota and just play Persona Five all the time. Get out, you get out of here that, with your other video wiggles. That bandit cat. That's dope. No, I did not. Oh yeah, there's a bandit cat in that game. Also, there's like a mm, you know what? Actually, I should stop. I was gonna continue this as a bit, and you know I realized what? I wouldn't you know be what, able Colin? to stop. Speaking of other games, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. I talked about it in the last podcast, and now I'm gonna talk about it on this podcast. So you know how okay. every hero they they weren't just like born. As far as I know, no no hero was just like born on the battlefield of the ancients, right? Everybody has come to the defense of their ancient from somewhere and they have this great lore behind them that is at the very least vaguely barely understandable right i'm i'm yep no i think Somewhat you're actually barely. right i don't think I'm, anyone was born on the battlefield uh, maybe pudge arguably pudge but he's the only Somewhat. one he was reborn anakin yeah. is still in there even though he's Darth Vader. yes so what if with this great ip they have well quote-unquote great this large intellectual property they have valve decides to make new dota video games that are not arts genre so last time you gave me an idea or you gave your idea for something what genre was Mm -hmm. your game uh my genre was a uh sort of a i think i described it as a super smash tv style like wave beat isometric beat em up Mm-hmm. featuring the spirits so yes. i have three uh, short game ideas for you for your uh viewing listening pleasure hopefully not viewing pleasure so the first is a little game i like to call conflict ships it's a turn-based strategy game okay you are Admiral mm-hmm. kunkka of the clandish navy the demons of the cataract have finally focused their sights on your homeland island range after decades of skirmishes and are arriving in full force so you choose an island in a grid to send your forces to okay and they attack that grid and they attempt to hit the invisible demon ships but these ships have about like two to four hp and so depending on their health they require multiple hits in like adjacent grid spaces to actually like sink their demon ship but your own ships are also basically the same way and somehow it works out that they have exactly the same like hit points as the enemy ship so every game, you have to choose where to place your fleet, and then you go try to find the enemy fleet by, like, attacking in a grid. So, Nick. 
Yes. Uh, I was at work and you were making these notes and I pulled up your list of ideas and I glanced at yours and I was like, oh, okay, sure, cool. And now I'm sitting here and you're describing this and this is fucking Battleship. You just described Battleship. Oh, shit. Oh, they, they, took, they took my idea. Damn. I am really angry that I didn't realize this glancing at it at work. <laughs> Man. You should really, you should be doing a better job as editor, I think. I, I don't think I can be blamed whatsoever. I mean, do you want me to do you want me to try and salvage this? Nope, nope. I'm I'm just gonna move on. Okay. So so the next game I have. Would you like the long one or the short one next? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll have a little a sandwich. So short on the ends. Second game, time rots everything. It's a third person adventure, and I have to have a, a little lore blurb at the beginning. So. A young Magina arrives at the summit of a great mound, reaching the monastery of the Turstar Scurry after a long journey. But as he settles into life serving the meditating monks, he is helpless as he watches the armies of the dead god slaughter all life in the valleys below, reanimating to march towards the monastery. The defense of such a powerful fortress, fortress lasts barely two weeks before the hordes overrun the peaceful grounds, slaughtering the aesthetic as they believe them to be merely visions sent to distract them from meditation. Wait, 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 wait. Finally. You know, aesthetic, aesthetic isn't like a... You can't kill an aesthetic. You know, an aesthetic is actually like... It can be a person too, right? Really? I mean, it's... Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. It's like a, a name for like... Here, I'm gonna... I'm gonna I'm not going to pull I'm, up the, the definition. I'm looking up Google, and it yep. says you're wrong. This is great content. <laughs> well, you can edit this if you feel... I can, aesthetic but I probably won't. Aesthetics. Oh, I spelled it wrong. If you're okay, that explains it. Yeah, A-S-C. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, of course. There we I, go. I wasn't even trying to be facetious. No, that totally confused nope. me. Oh, good. Actually, yes, I do know that word. Okay. The defense of such a powerful fortress lasts barely two weeks before the hordes overrun the peaceful grounds, slaughtering the aesthetics as they believe them to be merely visions sent to distract them from meditation. Finally, the abbot of the Turstarkuri wakes from his decade-long trance and unleashes his wrath upon the demons who have defiled his home. The tide of the battle turns as he tears through the ranks of undead and is about to strike the killing blow when an unnatural blade appears through his torso glitching and phasing in and out of existence before slicing him cleanly in half. Magina is stunned as his idol falls in two in front of him, with a darkly covered visage of a shapely woman standing over the corpse. She's deaf to his charging battle cry and slashes the air in front of her casually before striding through a greenish-blue gash in the air. Without thinking, Magina barrels after her and falls through the Terran reality into a land unknown. So you play as Magina, in a which is anti mage before he's anti mage, in a foreign. That is also world. not canon, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, that's a Dota one thing. No, no, it is. No, but, it really isn't. Yes, it is. It is. It's in his current lore. Re carry on. Go, go to go to Dota Wiki. I will I'll carry, carry on. on. Play as Magina in a foreign world as he recovers from the dead god's assault to pursue vengeance on not only the armies of undead, but the strange assassin who sealed the fate of the Turstarkuri. Explore multiple worlds, discovering powerful techniques and relics on the path of revenge as you fall deeper and deeper into an interdimensional web of conflict. So it's basically a third-person 
adventure game. Cool. Like, uh, like, like adventure game as in like sort of Zelda style as in that kind of adventure, or do you mean like point and click? Like, are it's, you going around like solving puzzles or? I mean, there'll be, hmm. there'll be areas of challenge. I would not call them dungeons. Areas where challenges <laughs> exist. Okay. Okay. That sounds, that sounds all right. But it's more combat um, based than the combat is. Yeah. Okay. Just like I did look it up and you are wrong episode. about his name, but uh, that's fine. Magina? That's totally a Dota 1 thing. It's not in Dota 2. We're, we're going to have to have another cut here. <laughs> he doesn't have a name in Dota 2, That's so people just used Magina because it was his name in Dota 1. He has not had a canon name in Dota 2 yet. Okay. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair uh, enough. This is going to be a fun edit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you have fun with this. Not edit. Me being a pain in the ass about lore is really uh, digging me a good grave here. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So that, that is my game. Just because I like an adventure game in the Dota universe. With, like, sure, some sure. Play. That sounds fun. Also, be, playing an adventure game as a character who has a blink could be pretty cool. I am not sure if he has the blink at the moment. I think like you, you might have to Oh, he it. has... has... Oh, he hasn't come back and studied the scrolls or whatever to gain his Well, techniques? I mean, no, because he has to, like, he kills the dead gods, basically. And that's how he blinks. Because he's, like, studying the, the scrolls of the monks. Mm. Or some okay. bullshit. It's Dota Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this is basically, like, I threw PA into this, like, crappy story. Wait, it was PA all along? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I didn't tell at all. Okay, and then finally, the third game. Um, I call it Night in the Woods, okay? So it's a tower oh. defense slash rhythm game. So you play as nature's prophet, and you're forced to defend your sacred homeland from waves of humans seeking to get rich quick by selling the tender, tasty sprouts of the wild forest. You organize your defense wisely to stretch your available resources and prepare for devastating musical boss battles in each section of the woods. And there's probably like five main areas. That sounds fun. I, I that is it. Um, hmm, tower defense. You said so the the trees don't move. You're defending the trees, right? But You're he usually uses trees which walk around. Yeah, he normally like raises the sprouts, but right now they're still dormant. They're still. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. All right, I'm down. Yes. So I tried to come up with something for this myself, right? Uh-huh. But I used up all my good ideas. Last time, so I was really at odds as to what to do. Um, and so you and then gave I was up. playing. No, I well, I did, but incidentally, I got lucky. I was playing a Hacknet. Do you know Hacknet? No, Nick. It's a PC game uh, where you play as a hacker, um, and in that, you know, you hack various IPs and stuff. And it's on. It's on Valve. Um, it's on Valve. It's on Valve. It's Boy, on Valve. good. It's on Steam. Um, Let me just open up Valve real quick. Check and I was Valve connecting library. to all the different in-game, you know, servers and stuff. And then I connected to one that I didn't recognize because I've played this game before. And it was it was like Valve. It was actually Valve, not not Steam. It was Valve's headquarters. And I uh, I looked around. I was really tripping that I was hacking them through this hacking video game. Uh, and I looked around, and then, you know, the ice started to come in, and I had to get out because it was getting too hot, which is really weird that it's getting hot when it's ice. Shouldn't it be the opposite? But there you go. There you go. Um, 
But before I left, I scouted that actually they do have some stuff in the works. Oh. Oh. They have two Pretty games tough. that I saw. They may have more. There were a bunch of folders, and I didn't have a lot of time. Did you pull out the, but the first game, 3 one by chance? I pulled out a 3, but it's not what you think. So first, I pulled out a game called Shadow Clicker. Shadow Clicker? Now this game, this game, here is, here's the premise here. Shadow Demon is plotting to take over the world. This is not his first plot to take over the world, if you know his lore. But he's he's going for it again. And it won't be his last. But the thing is, he can't spread Shadow Poison fast enough to corrupt the world by himself. He needs your help. <laughs> Click to corrupt others to your cause. I should And then know. idle while, they get, while those corrupted gather resources for you. Oh, but beware... Then- Dota heroes will come to stop your evil ways. And let me guess. But if you, let me guess you can stop them by... Well, it would be easier if you were to pay a couple of dollars for some boosts, <laughs> but you could theoretically just click until you beat them, and then they're corrupted and you control them too, and they idle for you as well. Of course, it's free to play, and of course it will be available on mobile. Through Steam Mobile only. Steam you can't mobile. buy it from the App Store. <laughs> That's great. I'm so I'm really glad Velva's working on that. But you won't believe their next project. I won't believe it. So Valve has always had a problem with the number three. They never seem to make it to three on any of their games. Mm-hmm. And they decided to solve this. Get ready for Journey to the West 3, Monkey's Paw. Uh... Now, you may remember Journey to the West 1... As a classic Chinese story, one of the first novels documented in China. And in perhaps in all century. of history, I'm not super sure. But very old classic story from which Monkey King was inspired. Of course, we all he know our 16th taken. century uh, Ming Dynasty novels. Goddamn right. So, uh, I don't I don't think they actually made A Journey to the West 2, but the description has references to it, so I'm just going to read that. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Sun Wukong is back, again! After his desperate struggle against the forces of darkness and journey to the West to Revenge of the Time Hunters, the Monkey King finds himself stranded on a new continent with a new mission, Go Further West. After riding the Oregon Trail, he ends up in the Old West for the ultimate journey, through Cowboyville. Play as Sun Wukong as you gunsling your way through seven classic Old West towns and maybe even get the girl. Uh, I'm going to be honest, it sounds terrible, but... I uh, uh, think we can agree on that. <laughs> Go West, I you know, monkey. I guess they're just desperate to get a game with three on it out. Uh, at this point, you got to do something, yep. Even if they didn't make one and two. I mean, Journey to the West 3 will never live up to the hype that Journey to the West 2, Episode 2, lived up to. But I I do think it is definitely important that they release it. You're right. And also the name Journey to the West 3, Monkey's Paw, is pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure they they paid big bucks for someone to come up with that name. Maybe there's a twist or something. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to read, play to find out. But until we get our hands on Journey to the West 3, Monkey's Paw... I've been Nixies. And I've been Colin Detmar, and this has been Bottle Crow Reborn. If you have liked what you have heard here, 
you should go to iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Does Stitcher do reviews? Anyway, you should go to one of those services and you should do a review. You should give us some stars. You should recommend us to a friend. Help us spread the word because, you know, it'd be nice to be able to do like some, some reader mail at some point or something. It's, we can only come up with so many shit posts on our own. I would love to read other people's shit posts. Right? That'd be fantastic. Send in your garbage. We love it. And if you want to send it in, you can send it to BottleCrowReborn at gmail.com, or you can tweet it to at BottleCrow on Twitter. I can confirm. Stitcher does have reviews. Hey, who knew? Colin literally just no forced who me uses to it. go to actual Stitcher.com, a place I didn't think existed. I thought it was only. You think I've just been making it up? Every that's fair. At the end of the episode, I bet he. I bet somewhere in the, these ending plugs, there's something that's not real. He's just. He's just. Do guessing. you think it's Reddit user Pomodi who made the harmonies of New Bloom Music Pack? That's impossible. Because you'd be wrong. He's too cool he's of a guy great. to be fake. Right? He gave us permission to use his music pack, which you can also find in game in Dota Two. Unbelievable! It's great music. You'll Agreed. you'll hear it in a second here, so you can you can agree with us. Okay, I'll listen and I'll I'll, I'll be the judge of that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's probably it for this week. We'll see you for the next episode. I hope we don't see you. I really wish I could play Dr. Dre next episode, but we would totally, totally get sued. See you guys next time. See you next time.